scriptures, concerns, and questions. To believe in the scriptures, I have to believe in a God who endorsed murder, genocide, infanticide, rape, slavery, selling daughters into sex slavery, polygamy, child abuse, stoning disobedient children, pillage, plunder, sexism, racism, human sacrifice, animal sacrifice, killing people who work on the Sabbath, death penalty for those who mix cotton with polyester, and so on. Aside from scientifically discredited stories mentioned earlier, the following scriptures are some among many which make it hard for me to believe the scriptures literally, and that the scriptures hold any credibility. Number 1. DNC section 132. I'm supposed to believe in a god who issued an FLDS-style revelation that states stuff like, the only form of polygamy permitted is a union with a virgin after first giving the opportunity to the first wife to consent to the marriage. If the first wife doesn't consent, the husband is exempt and may still take an additional wife, but the first wife must at least have the opportunity to consent. In case the first wife doesn't consent, she will be destroyed. Also, the new wife must be a virgin before the marriage, and be completely monogamous after the marriage, or she will be destroyed. Number 2. Numbers chapter 31. This is truly despicable behavior from God and Moses. Under God's direction, Moses' army defeats the Midianites. They kill all the adult males, but take the women and children captive. When Moses learns that they left some alive, he angrily says, Have you saved all the women alive? Kill every male among the little ones and kill every woman that hath known man by lying with him. But all the women children that have not known a man by lying with him, keep alive for yourselves. So they went back and did as Moses, the Lord's prophet, commanded, killing everyone except for the virgins. In this way they got 32,000 virgins. This is the same prophet that Joseph Smith claimed to have appeared to him and Oliver Cowdery in the Kirtland Temple on April 3, 1836, for the gathering of Israel. Number 3. 1 Nephi chapter 4. The Lord commands Nephi to murder, decapitate, Laban for the brass plates. Never mind that Laban was drunk and defenseless. The argument that Laban would send his servants after Nephi and his brothers is ridiculous, considering that the same God who had no problem lighting stones and taming swarms of bees, Ether chapters 2 through 3, for the brother of Jared, can also preserve Nephi. This story has also been used as a defense in killings by religious people. Number 4. Exodus chapter 12 verse 12. God kills all the firstborn children in Egypt except for those who put blood on their doors? What kind of God is this? Like the flood, what kind of loving God would kill innocent children for the actions of others? Number 5. Deuteronomy chapter 21 verses 18 through 21. Got a rebellious kid who doesn't listen? Take him to the elders and to the end of the gates and stone him to death. Number 6. Exodus chapter 35 verses 1 through 2. God commands death penalty for those who work on the Sabbath trying to support their families. Number 7. Numbers chapter 21 verses 5 through 9. God doesn't like to hear whining and ingratitude so he sends out a bunch of snakes to kill the people. When the people had enough of the snakes, they asked Moses to tell God to quit it. God decides Moses is persuasive and tells Moses to put a snake on a pole and tell the people to look at the pole and they won't die. So the pole is built. The people look at it and they don't die. The moral of the story? Don't whine or God will send in the snakes. Number 8. Judges chapter 19 verses 22 through 29. After picking up his concubine from his father-in-law's house, a certain Levite settles in Gebeah for the night. 
The men of the city attempt to sodomize him, but end up raping the concubine until her death. As a response, the Levite dismembers his wife's corpse and sends her body parts throughout the land of Israel. Who needs R or X-rated movies when you got scripture like this? As a believing Mormon, I tried to rationalize some of the craziness by saying, oh, this is in the crazy Old Testament when the Law of Moses was in force. Christ came and fulfilled the Law of Moses. The problem with this is that the crazy God of the Old Testament was Jehovah. Who's Jehovah? The pre-mortal Jesus Christ. So, Christ is the crazy God of the Old Testament. The Christ of the Old Testament and the Christ of the New Testament are light years different. Again, I'm asked to believe in not only a part-time racist God and a part-time polygamous God, but a part-time psychopathic schizophrenic one as well?